0: It, no show. Ayo, what? What's the What's
1: the Welcome to the Pickleball 411. I am Coach Fig along with... <laughs> Coach Debbie, And today we're going to talk about part two of the reset. So now we're going to... We talked about the non-volley zone reset. Now we're going to talk about transition reset. So when you're in the transition... Uh, especially when the ball bounces. So we're going to talk about what is known as a half volley. The ball bounces, and now you're supposed to dink it up. And then the other one is when it's in the air. So you're in transition. So now when when it's a half volley, so the ball has bounced now, you, uh, somebody hit an overhead. First off, you want to be in a nice loaded position, knees bent. A lot of the times, even with the 3-0 players, most of their overheads are going to go down. If the ball tends to come up, you could uh, get out of the way of the ball. So it's easier to get out of the way. So what you want to do there is, it's the same thing as it was with the non-volley zone. You want to accept the ball, accept the power. You want to do a more scoopy um, uh, motion instead of just keeping the paddle straight down. So the edge of the paddle down, you really don't want to do that much. You want to scoop it more so we can have a little bit of a lift, and then it'll go into the kitchen.
0: All right, I'm going to go at a different angle. I'm going to just build the scenario that when you're in the transition zone area of the court trying to move forward, you're going to be caught, most likely. They're going to hit, low, uh, hit to you in your... At your feet one of the things that you're looking for is if the other of the opponents have already captured the no volley zone and they're in charge the last thing you want to do is to hit up or hit a high ball so what you're trying to do is in the reset is to soften the ball back so it's dropping a low onto them so when you talk about the half volley it's hitting the ball on the rise so the ball bounces and you're hitting it before it becomes big and like you said, you need to have your paddle down, almost like you're you're trying to catch the ball, like a catcher or a, or a. Um, uh Baseball guy, uh, shortstop. Shortstop? Yeah, you know they keep their, their their mitt low. They don't go high a lot because the outfielder is going to catch that most of the time, but they're looking for that ground ball, keeping the, the uh, glove low. Same thing with your pal. Keep it low when you're coming forward so you can catch that ball. And what you're going to do is you're going to soften your hand, soften the grip, and just try to drop that ball gently, into the kitchen so that they now have to deal with it and you're and while, while that ball is traveling to them you're going to try to capture as much territory as you can towards that line
1: yes so <clears throat> pretty much in the air it's going to be the same thing as it was in the non-volley zone but just as a recap we'll cover it again so again you're in transition now the ball is high it's not hit low anymore so it's pretty much the same thing Although in transition, if the ball is hit hard and sort of waist high, since you're in transition, there's not a a lot of court left, so most likely it will go out. But if but if it's hit softly, now you want to push up with the ball. You no longer want to keep your wrist firm because the ball will just there's uh, you have to lift the ball more. So since there's no power, you have to do more of the work. So you want to push the ball up by lifting the ball, and then it'll drop. Now, if you're caught and you do end up hitting an out ball, now you want to, again, soften your hands, accept the power, and with the continental grip, it could drop in the non-volley zone.
0: Yes, and and this is sort of... uh trying to get you started in this area, but once you start to get this concept, you're gonna need to add spins so that you don't have dead dinks happening over there. Dead dinks are exactly what they sound like. You're gonna get killed. So, you need to start once you start getting that concept of how to catch the ball early, how to play softly. Now you got to start adding some side spin, underspin, something that's going to make it harder for your opponent to track that ball to handle the ball.
1: So, were you referring to a uh, a reset? Yes. Not not dink.
0: Well, to me, and this is just perhaps me. To me, a reset is a reset dink ish. Okay. Drop okay, because you don't really reset with a drive. I mean, you're not resetting with drives, so it's sort of the same. Do you kind of get what I mean? Yes, it's kind of this. It's kind of like if you can do a drop shot or you can do a dink, you can do a reset, but you're going to have to do it off of a ball that's sort of attacking you. Got you rather than being in a dink situation. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. So, anyhow, I would just suggest. I'll I'll save this part for the end. I'll I'll let you go on from there.
1: Yeah, so so that is uh, pretty much it on the reset. So go ahead and continue your train of thought. All
0: right. So I hope that you listened to our episode before and it encouraged you or maybe made you think, hey, I, I need to start trying this in my game or i need to start you know you, you know you gotta you gotta change it up guys you, you can't stay where you are i mean you can and i understand some people are like i'm having fun i'm good you know but you will have more fun trust me you'll have more fun when you get the get more more uh, shot selection and more options so um i'm just gonna throw this out there you can practice by yourself in a very small space, maybe you know five by five, if you you know under your patio or on your driveway. And what you're going to do is you're going to tap, we you know kind of like we do with tennis, you know tap ups or or bounce ups, bounce downs, with a pickleball. But what you're going to do is you're going to try to catch it on your paddle, without it bouncing off. So you know you bounce it up, then you kind of like figure out how to catch that ball and keep it on your paddle this is going to teach you how to soften your hands how to absorb the bounce absorb the power another thing you can do is if you have a wall a garage whatever and then you can bounce against the garage and you're going to hit hit the ball to the garage it's going to come back and then you're going to soften your hands and bounce it up in the air let it bounce on the ground and then send it back that's a double bounce right off the garage comes back to you you bounce up on your paddle let it drop and then you're going to push it back these skills you only have to do them you know 10 minutes at a time and over the course let's say you you said i'm going to do it 10 minutes at a time three days a week you're going to become much more soft hands and more able to hit your resets, your dinks your soft volleys your drop volleys you're going to be able to do this in a month's time yes People are gonna go, wow! Where'd you get that? I, you know, your hands are so soft now. You got to work at it. I guess what I'm trying to say is, here's here's a little, you know, a little uh, way for you to do it, and you got to work at it if you want to be a full round pickleball player. And I believe, yes, the game's changing, but it will always require soft hands control.
1: Now, if you definitely want to go to the next level, to me, this is one of the most important shots to have. So. Uh, if you want to try to get into the high four o's four fives you really need to be able to reset and absorb power so just a quick plug uh, check out our youtube page as well pickleball 411 we have over 20 videos it's nice and helpful so check it out so with that we conclude this episode
0: Yes, I hope that you've you've been encouraged. We've given you a little bit of help in the direction of becoming a reset artist and uh, have a great week.
1: Thanks and thank you for listening to the Pickleball 411.